And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. So we have a really special announcement. Have you guys ever wanted to create your own call to action? Well, we have created a very exciting opportunity for you. Beginning Wednesday, April 12th at 5.30 p.m., we will host a weekly Zoom call to give you the opportunity to discuss your call to action. We will meet once a week, and this will be a special accountability check-in normally held for four weeks, but we will give it to the first 25 people to sign up for an additional three weeks for only $20, so a total of seven weeks for only $20. We will cap each check-in at 25 people, and if there is enough demand, we will create another session to hold yourself accountable. The session will be an hour long. You have to be on camera, and you will have to give an update on what your call to action from the previous week was and what you intend to do for the next week. You have goals that you want to accomplish. Let us help you get there. Send an email to healthcoachkamna at gmail.com, and it will be in the show notes also. Welcome. We have a very special guest today. We are really excited. Um, Nancy from Room to Breathe. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, Well, I started the company six years ago. I really wanted to be my own boss. I had a child and we never, I was teaching, we never had the same breaks. So I wanted to be my own boss and make my own schedule. And I've always been really structured and organized. So I knew this is something I can do, but I never knew how fulfilling it would be and how in-depth it would be and how you're literally changing people's lives. So we go in, uh, myself, I have five team members, and we help you create calm in your house where it wasn't there for whatever reason, um, be it mental, physical, anything. We come in and we find a home for everything. First of all, what we do is get rid of all the stuff you don't need, want all that clutter, you know, clutter, all the stuff stuff your kids have upgrown, the stuff your kids don't use, the broken stuff, all the knickknacks, the things that you're saving because people gave you as a gift that you don't even like, Mm -hmm. get them out. And then whatever is left, That is the stuff that we find a home for and we put it back in a functional way that works for you, not just aesthetically pleasing, but it has to work for you and your family. I want to follow up on something you just said. You said create calm. I know. I heard that same thing. I wrote it down. Um, Think about a lot. So many people walk into their house and it's just, they're anxious. They look around and they're stuff and they can't sit and relax because they feel like they need to get up and move something and, and declutter or, and they don't know how, because how do you start? Where do you start? And so then they're just like, forget it. So we come in and what we do, the first thing I do for a consultation is talk to the client and get a real sense of what they need, what they want. Some people, they don't want a beautiful house. They just want to be able to sit at the dining room table as a family and eat together. You know, that's the first goal. Mm-hmm. 
It's been three years since they've all sat together. Okay, let's work on this dining room table. Let's get all this stuff off. Let's get rid of the stuff that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so what we do is we come in then and we start with a space and we start going through things. We have a, we have a, a way that I um, created to sort items. We make it fast and easy for the homeowner to make decisions we don't throw away your things without your permission. We can't make decisions about your things. It's your home. Um, but I can also suggest something or maybe challenge you. Like, tell me why you want to keep that. Well, I don't know because it's been there forever. That's not enough, a good enough reason. Oh, I like your attitude. You don't let anybody like hem and haw. But I, I'm, I'm the accountability that most people need because we, we say we're going to do it and then, you know. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody wants a picture of your progress. You're going to do it. <laughs> you don't want to tell them, sorry, I didn't do it. You know? Yeah. So some of our listeners might wonder what does organization have to do with weight and weight related issues? Do you have something that comes to the top of your mind? Yeah. Um, clutter. What does clutter do? I mean, clutter just fills your brain with all of these, these bad feelings, anxiety, you can't sleep because you have anxiety because you're thinking about all your stuff. You don't have a good ability to focus because you're, you, you know, you're not sleeping your anxiety, which leads you to be then less productive. Mm -hmm. You use avoidance strategies like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to lay here on the couch and then I'm going to start eating Doritos. And so I'm putting things that aren't healthy for my body in my body. And so you're being not productive. You're not helping your body. You're not helping your brain and cycle. And it's a cycle and it's a cycle. And, and I don't, I mean, for people who have suffered with anxiety or depression, those are tough, tough, tough things. And to, to, to get out of that cycle and to get help. And so that's why I, I, start every correspondence with a client with thank you for reaching out. You are brave. I'm proud of you. Many of them. I say, I'm so proud of you for reaching out because they're sending me pictures of their home and you know, you have to start at the door and there's a path to their bedroom. And I'm so proud of them for wanting help and reaching out for help. Cause that's, that's a huge first step. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be really hard for somebody to, I would, before we started recording, I said, to you, I said, I would love you to come to my house, but I have to get up the nerve to invite you over there first. What that is, is that's like saying, before I go to the gym, I'm going to lose weight. Oh. <laughs> like I'm going to clean before the cleaning lady comes. Yes. Yes. I t- always tell people, they say, oh, well, I'm like, no, I need to see real life. Yeah. I, I don't want to see all your stuff shoved in a closet because I was coming. I need to see how you live. I need to see real life. And they're like, well, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. And and people are embarrassed, but I think once I, they realize I'm not there to judge them in any way. I'm, I'm there to help them. I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, people. I mean, I'm there to help that they really feel at ease with me and they feel comfortable. And I mean, they have to trust me. They have to trust us because we're in your house. We're in your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to find it all out, you know, and, you know, we don't, you know, we don't 
nobody knows where we are, whose house we're in, you know? Yeah. Do you think the anxiety and depression goes along with the disorganization or is it the chicken and the, which, what is it? Well, I think, I think clutter in general, just, you cannot relax mentally or physically when you're surrounded by clutter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you can't sit and and relax on the couch and, and you're looking around and you're just, I, I just think clutter equals anxiety for most people. And I think not completely, but I think it's, it's more women than men, but I do have men who just want to dump the house in the dumpster. Um, but I, I think because women just feel like they need to do everything all the time, all the things that for women, it, it just, it's just a burden. Hmm. Yeah. I I'm agreeing with everything. I'm thinking though, like, I can't tell you how many times we've sat on the couch and I've seen clutter and I'm like, I don't even know where to start. And, and that's it. And, and really, what do you have to do? You have to get up get the clutter, put it in a box for donut, you know, you just, it, and it takes a lot of steps that, you know, and there's an excuse for every minute of the day. I mean, I tell clients, sometimes I have to get hard uh, and say the excuse, the excuse train stops here. Mm. Right. We have, like, I hear what you're saying, but they're all excuses. We could make a new excuse every day, Mm -hmm. every day, if we wanted to. Well, it's, you know, my son's sick. My husband's this, I'm going to wait till after the holidays. I'm going to, you know, you could, you want it or you don't want it. You want to change or you don't. What do you think is the motivation for people to actually call you? What's that step? When your pain gets great enough, you call for help. I think when your anxiety level is getting super high, I get so many emails in the middle of the night. Because it's when people are laying in bed and, and they pick up their phone and that's when they email me in the middle of the night, because I I know what they're doing. They're laying there thinking how I want to change. I need to change this for my family. We need a better life, a better system. What do we do? How do we do this? And so I think that, um, that is, I think that people just, their pain is great enough. I think that the clutter in their house causes strife in their relationships. And I hear that a lot. They, they say, well, we have to call you in because we can't do it together because we'll just fight. Mm-hmm. Nancy, I think you're in my house. I know. Blames the other person for the other person's clutter. And, yes. and, I, and I always say, you know what? We're not, we're not here to blame game because I, I, I'm not taking I'm, I don't know you, you know, right. it's not blaming it's you both, you, everyone lives here. It's, it's a universal, everyone in the family's problem. So let's fix it. Let's just fix it. Instead of blame, let's fix it. Mm-hmm. What can we do? You know? Yeah. So I think, I think when people or, you know, things happen, we, I have, I have clients who lost their husband or their wife or their, you know, and and they know they're ready to move on to some degree. Like, I don't want to get rid of his clothes, but I'm ready to pack them up because I want his closet Mm -hmm. or I'm not ready to, but I'm ready to make the move of, of this far, but not that far. And they don't know how to do it or they need somebody there with them. Mm -hmm. You know, they want somebody to, so to tell the story of each item, they, they need that. They need 
to be able to to honor that that person by saying my mom gave me this when and then they pack it away you know they just wanted they want someone to hear them you know that's what we do too so it's it's not just come in and make your pantry with the clear containers and the labels yep we do that absolutely but it's so much more yeah you're you're seeing people and i think at the end of the day we all want to be seen mm-hmm. and and, and children, a, a lot of uh, people call me for their children's rooms and you know the kids they don't want to do it with mom because mom's just like yeah bad, throw it away <laughs> you, know, mom's, you know mom's just a nag and they don't want mom they want this person to come in and so the first thing I always do with children is say tell me how your room feels well how does this room make you feel and every every kid says yucky oh rest I can't invite friends over I have too much stuff I mean, they, they feel it. They feel all those anxious feelings. And so I said, how do you want it to feel And they're, You know, they're either like, oh, or I want my room to, you know, be a fresher breath. Air. I want to feel relaxed. A lot of them say relaxed. Wow. It's interesting. They know that is yeah. that they want. And they say, I want friends over. And, and, um, and so, you know, with me, we'll come in. You know, you could, they could turn music on and we talk about things. And, and the, I think it's the way I, we approach it too, is more, do you, you know, mom might say, do you want this or not? You don't need this. And, and I'll say, you know, are you ready to pass it on to someone else that needs it? Oh, your turn over. Does this even fit your body? You know, oh, like, yeah. you're That's a good question. We could ask I know. Yes. And, you know, like stuffed animals. How many kids have two men? I mean, I'm raising my hand right now. Yes. The pain of existence. Yeah. And, and you know what, which ones can we, and a lot of times we'll tell them where our items are going. Oh, so they will also know that it's going to a child who, you know, and yeah. in, you know, a new foster home and come shows up with nothing or, or whatever. And mm-hmm. Kids get it. I mean, we don't give kids enough credit. Do you think it's harder for adults or for children to give up their stuff? Um, both. I think I think it depends on and the age of the adult. I think the older generation, you know, over 70 lived through hard times, maybe the depression. They I have a client who said. I asked her once, why do you think you keep all these bins of clothes that you're not wearing in the basement? And she said, because when I was little, I had one dress and one pair of shoes. Oh, gosh. So those things from your childhood. um, So older generations, they, they still, you know, wish that the younger generations would want their stuff. Mm -hmm. Younger generations don't want curio cabinets full of stuff. Mm-mm. They don't want Hummel collections. They don't want, I mean, they just, they're, they don't, they don't, you know, register for wedding China anymore. The older generations all have that stuff and it meant a lot to them and they want it to mean a lot to you. And it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would say both. I, um, I think once, I, I think the majority of people, honestly, when they, when they call me, it's because they're ready. They're ready. 
You know, nobody's on the fence kind of call. When you, you call, you're ready to jump in. So they are ready and they are, you know, their decision making is pretty fast. What do you think is one of the most like emotionally um, fraught situations you've seen? Um, I think dealing after the death of a loved one. I mean, everyone, the, the most, the thing I love most about my job is the connection I make with the clients because everyone has a story. Everyone. Everyone has an amazing story. It could be a little story. It could be big. It could be heartbreaking. It could be um, because we just, we're going through things and people just start to talk and we start to talk, you know, when you're in a room with someone for eight hours, Yeah, I mean, you start to talk and then discover, you know, they start about their ex, this and that and whatever. I think, um, widows, when you're on the floor with them, going through their, their spouse, ex, you know, spouses who passed away their t-shirts or their, and they're telling stories about them and, that that's hard, especially they have little children and, you know, they died. Um, I, I think though, the hardest ones are the ones that just got buried for whatever reason. It doesn't matter why, but, and they just don't know how to, how to help, how to get help. They don't know how to, they don't know how to come out of it. And that's why we're there, you yeah. know, just look around and they're like, I, I, I mean, they're, they're mortified. They're embarrassed. They're like, no person should live like this. I bought this house, this nice house and look at how I live. And those, those that are really suffering because they had great loss or a big heartache or, or a job loss or COVID came or COVID you suddenly one day your kids are home and you have to homeschool them and you also have to work and, you know, and you just had a baby and, you know, um, your mom moved in with you because she was sick or I mean, whatever the reason, whatever. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter the reason why it got that way. It's just, okay, let's, let's, let's work on it. Mm -hmm. What I'd love to hear about at the other end of it, when everything is organized and cleaned up, what does that look like for a person? Oh, there's tears usually hug us. Um, usually at towards when we get like, okay, here's an example, um, a kitchen, um, that just a woman, just her apartment became a lot. She had health issues she had. And so we're going along, we do the whole sort with her and then, you know, okay, now we're going to put the kitchen back together. And then I, at the, there's a point when I'm always like, you can't come in here because <laughs> we want to surprise them at the end. Oh, I oh. love this. So we, um, you know, we're clean, you know, rubbing off the counters. We find her little, cause we're, we're, we also, you know, we're, we're, we're good at, we feel like we're good at design. So, you know, find their little things and we set up, you know, decorations and whatnot, and we'll light a candle and whatever, and they'll come in and they're just, they're stopped in their tracks. They're like, Oh, I mean, the, the one woman who said, now I can finally contribute to Thanksgiving dinner with my family and make something to take. Oh. Or, I mean, they, the, the, the mom who is pregnant with her second child in like a year and, and she, the kitchen, they moved in and it just never was settled. And she just didn't feel, and showing her the pantry, she just started sobbing. Oh. 
Oh my God. Now I, I, she says, I can't even tell you about the feeling I have that now everything has a place and it's going to go back. And that's it is, is 99% of the people will keep up the house and what we did to it because everything has a place, you know, it's not the scissors they're in the scissor spot and they go back and, and it takes, you know, and everyone has to do it in the family. You know, you can't have the kids do it and you not do it, you know, and everything has to go back you get to take that extra moment and put everything back. Yeah. How easy is or hard is it for someone to keep up with it? Um, when everything has a spot and you just have the things you use and love. And uh, I think it's very easy. I mean, I will go back. I, I'll, I'll always check up on clients months later. I will go back because the vast majority of our clients are repeat clients. They'll, they want us for another project now and we'll go back and it's pretty darn good. You know, people are, people say, you know, we, I cook more now we save money because we're not buying more breadcrumbs. Cause we didn't know there were six things in the back of the cup, oh. you know, because you can't find it. And so you buy more and you buy more. And then when we clean it out, I'm like, look at this, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you buy another one. Cause you can't find it. And, you know, um, so I, I would say it's a very high percentage of people that keep it as a lifestyle, not just a, you know, quick change. They, they do it as a lifestyle and they, they say, you know, we do these things now, like before bed, you yell down to the kids, you know, five minutes to bed. And then what happens? It's a big scramble. They leave whatever they're playing with and go to bed. And then instead of, uh, I have one client, they implemented 20 minutes before they went down to where the kids were and did a whole cleanup all together. You know, kids know how to clean up oh, Day- sure. daycare kids, especially whoo, they are, they know how to clean up. So, but make, make it easy for them. Make the setup easy, have pictures or, or words, everything label, you know, Barbies go here, dolls, go. everything has a home that goes right back. And, you know, if you see the kids aren't playing with certain things, then it's time to move it on. Things, you know, kids play more constructively in in everything when there's less anyhow, you know, when they can't find the pieces because they're dumped all over the floor, they're not playing. They're just right. And, And what there's so much frustration when you're trying to play a game and you don't have all the pieces. That's just leads to a big meltdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That applies to adults too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, when you can't find all the, all the pieces, then just, yeah. Do you think that there's a, this is changing the topic a little bit, but do you think there's a, a connection between people that maybe can't throw away food and cleaning their plate club and also like the clutter and the, like, do you think that people who are more likely to have, the clutter and that are also the ones that are like, I have to clear my plate Good question. or I can't waste food. I don't, I don't, I don't know about the can't, can't um, have to clean my plate, but I do know that there are people who just do not want to get rid of really, really, really old food. And um, hmm. we always ask that when we're going through a pantry, we all, one of our first questions is how do you feel about expired food? Mm-hmm. most people say pitch it some people say depends what it is because you know depends what it is like the mac and cheese it's only like i mean you know kids yeah yeah, yeah. um 
there are people with canned goods that from, you know, 2006, 2008, 2010. And I'm like, okay, but are, are you really going to open that up and say, take that gamble and right. see there? Um, I think, I think sometimes there's pure stubbornness. Mm. I, you know, I, when you hit a wall, I can't compete against a wall. So I'm like, okay, we'll put them back in. I mean, we will do what you want. We're mm. not there to, to make you do anything. Um, but so there are people who don't want to get rid of old food. Yes. And I'm sure that it's still there. I'm mm-hmm. sure we need it, but that's okay. I mean, it's their home. You know, yeah. I, I can do, I could give it my best shot. <laughs> and then, but I think circling back to what you said earlier, a lot of that has to do with like, well, why do we want to keep this? Why are we still keeping it? Like, and I think the, the, I spent money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, you know, it costs a lot of money. Okay. Okay. I hear you, but the money's gone. Right. Mm. not going to get, well, that couch costs $5,000. So we're just putting it in the basement. Okay. Okay. You're putting it in the basement and you want to keep it because it costs $5,000. I understand. But if you're not going to use it in the basement and, you know, basements, you know, sometimes mice, water, or, or we can call, you know, one of our donation places and they use it to put in homes from people coming out of foster care or homelessness, or domestic situations, and we can donate it to them. Mm. So we, you know, I, I suggest all these suggestions, but there is a lot of the, I spent a lot of money on it, the clothes, they still have tags on them, but I spent a lot of money. Okay. But is it the size your body is that you're wearing right now? No. Okay. So let's talk about that. And, and then I, I always, especially with women, I'm like, don't, don't do that whole body going to lose weight thing to yourself. Don't do that. Don't, you know, what do you mean by that? Like women who are like, well, when I lose, you know, 40 pounds, I want to fit into these. So I'm saving them. Like, you know what, if you lose 40 pounds, you deserve to buy yourself something new. You know, yes. it's not in style anymore, yes. you know, um, or it, it's not going to fit your new body or you don't, you know, you want to feel, buy something new that makes you feel special. And I had a, I had a client who wanted to keep all her clothes from size six to 22. That, that's a very long range. And I'm like, like really? let's talk about this, you know, just that's just don't do that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, don't, that gives you too much of body worry and, you know, and it's clutter. It's oh, clutter. because even if you, if you do lose weight, which if you do or not, but are you going to want that stuff? You know, if we're talking stuff from, you know, 2005, <laughs> right. Be in style though. Wow. What do you think of, I mean, I understand the money piece of it, but size six to size 22, that's like a lot of different people. What do you think the main reason is people hold on to that? Um, either, either they spent the money on it or their, their upbringing, their mother said, you always have to keep it because we can use it. Somebody, your cousin might be able to use it, your sister or, um, you know, a lot of people keep things because they might need it someday. Well, mm-hmm. Sometimes I say to people, okay, if you ever, ever decide you want to use a salad spinner, I will buy you one. 
and nobody has taken me up on my offer to buy whatever they got rid of because you know it was a wedding gift 17 years ago it's a box okay let's I you know I want to I get real like are are you going to use that no that makes me think I need to go to my storage room and (laughs) oh my gosh the wedding gifts from you know like the glass platters and the you're not you didn't use the fondue pot in the box yet. You're not going to. So true. It's so, so true. true. Not. I I know. I know you're not. You know, you either use the stuff or you don't use it. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's just taking up room in your head. It, it really is. This takes so much space up and they're on shelves in the basement. I'm like, but look at all that space we could put your holiday direct decorations on if we get rid of your four humidifiers and <laughs> waffle makers <laughs> yeah. yes yeah so we, I think too people I mean and you guys are probably like this like I don't know just put it in the basement just put it in the basement put it in the mm-hmm. garage put it in the garage yep no take it to the trash if it's broken you know I for some reason things always stop at the garage and never make yes. it yes like people have old toilets in their garage I'm like what what is oh it was supposed to go in the garbage okay four years ago I know these garbage takes. So I will do accountability texts and I'll text you on garbage night. Did you take, did you take that toilet out? Cause really how long would it take you? Oh, you're so good. You and your, put the kids to bed and take out the trash. How long would it take you to, you know, like, yeah. So what is the one thing you would recommend people that everybody has and just throw it out? All your plastic Tupperware that from you keep from the cold cuts and the, you know, you, you, you don't need all of them. You don't need all of them. Like every plastic container and mom gives them to you. And no, you know, I have the glass ones. I love them and that's it. And then if you do have plastic ones and you're giving people food to take home, don't, don't ask them to give you the containers back. No, (laughs) keep it that. People like to keep boxes because a oh. lot of people tell me it's a good box. <laughs> like what, what's a good box? Explain a good box to me and what you would use it for. Sometimes. Okay. I'll give you that. You know, I don't shoot down every idea. <laughs> Everybody, right. Okay. I'll give you that. But look at what they're, look at the space they're taking up. You know, I mean, just a huge amount of space in a coat closet or something. Okay. And if, Okay, if we have to keep the boxes, let's find another place. Let's find a new home for these boxes. And then when I come back in a year and they haven't moved, then they can go to recycle. What about old iPhone boxes? Oh, please. What you're you're saying? Reason people think they need to keep their iPhone. We need to keep the iPad. But why? Oh, well, if I ever resell it, I get more with box. No, you don't. Honestly, you don't. It's been proven. Why? It's been proven. I love it. Say that one more time. It's been proven. You don't need it more. Okay. Here's a great story though. A little girl, we're going through her room. She's like 10 years old. We're going, we're, I'm like, okay, we can, let's get rid of all these boxes. She's like, okay, but we have to keep the, this iPhone one. And I'm like, why? Cause it's a great coffin for my hamster when he dies. Oh my god! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wow. That's a good reason to keep it, I guess. I mean, it was perfect size. It was solid. And I'm like, okay, you could keep that one. Yeah. You gave her that one. Should check up on that hamster, but yeah, like, no, people just feel like they have to keep the boxes to, you know, and, and the directions. I'm like, do you know, do you know how to use your, you know, 
waffle maker. Okay. Then you don't need this manual. And then the second manual that's in Spanish. And then, you know, we don't need it all. Well, plus every manual is online anymore. And that's, uh, that's lots of things. Recipes. Mm. Do you think there's a, a, Goodness. a struggle between like a husband and a wife in terms of what they throw and what they keep? And oh, yeah, because everybody has their stuff. I mean, I have stuff. I like stuff, but um, yeah, a, the blame game a lot. Yeah. Men like to keep that box of cords, that oh. random box of cords. You, you are spying on my family. They are going to want to use their fax machine again. Mm. someday what if I need that for my flip phone and VCR like and 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 then I'll have that one person that's always like by the way I have used that cord box and okay okay I'll give you like but okay can we make the cord box smaller can we make if that cord box has been under the workbench in the basement for five years covered in mouse and you're not you're not don't tell me you're using it yeah. So, this is so fascinating to me. stuff, you know, people have, you know, they like the box, the box thing is huge. The iPhone box thing. I'm like, no, uh, before we run out of time, there is something I want to ask you. That's completely unrelated to this. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. You had mentioned to us, uh, uh, that you gave up sugar. Yes. On July 15th. I love that. You know, the date. So July 15th of 2022. Yes, I came home from the doctor and he had taken my sugar and the number scared the living heck out of me. And I was like, whoop, that's it. Like that was the wake, that was the call. That was the wake up call. And I'm like, nope. And I was a serious iced tea addict. Serious, like the sugary, yummy iced tea in the mm-hmm. book. Yep. Nope. Haven't had one since. Um, I gave up coffee. Oh. I drink a bottle of water in the morning instead. So wait, you gave up coffee. Did you go through headaches and all that? No, I did not go through withdrawal. I think my body was so excited and happy. Oh, um, it's it it's I'm not as tired. I have more energy. I think just everything's clear. Yeah, sugar. I mean, huge addiction. Huge, huge. Sugar's huge. Um, gave up ice cream. Gave up all of it. So you don't even have ice cream occasionally, or. And, and so, so then in January, I decided to go sugar-free food too. Um, no, I don't eat sugar. You don't, do you miss it? Sometimes like you're driving past Dunkin' Donuts and I'm like, oh, donuts. And I'm like, eh. Yeah. Then, cause I'm thinking what would my body would be all like, uh. Yeah. And what about. Nowadays, they can make you can have things that aren't as you know what I mean. There's like sugar free pudding and chocolate. I mean, you it's not like back when there was nothing, no alternatives. So, if you had a birthday, would you have cake? I don't know. My birthday's in June. Oh, and I might have to interview you again in June. Wedding, and he's having casada cupcakes. And I've already said to my husband, I think I might have to take a bite of a cupcake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Casada cupcake? Forget it. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I know. So you Did you have any, um, did you have any withdrawal or anything when you, you just went cold turkey? Mm-hmm. No, I did not go through withdrawal, which I did once before when I gave up 
caffeine and the headache is, oh, I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever been through a headache, a caffeine withdrawal headache. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. I think, I think it's just, I, I didn't this time. I think it's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's my over 50 phase of life where things just different now, you know, my, my life is different than it was. And, you know, now I just do things that make me happy and I don't know. Do you think it's changed your life to give up the sugar? Um, I think I realized I have a beautiful life and I really want to enjoy it. And I really want to be here a really long time because my husband couldn't live without me. (laughs) I mean, he, and, and, and my son's getting married and she's beautiful. And I just, I want to be, I, I, I've traveled a lot the last two years and I want to, I, you know, this what is a your- lovely note for us to end on. I know. Oh my gosh. One life. That's it. You don't get to come back and do it again. Yeah. And yeah. so I want to enjoy the beautiful life I've created. Where can people find you? They can find me on Facebook, Room to Breathe Home Organizing, LLC. Find me on uh, my website, roomtobreathehomeorganizing.com, Instagram. Oh, what's your Instagram? Room to Breathe? Yes, I think it's a room dash breathe dash organizing. <laughs> we'll tag you in all everything on this one. Um, but yeah, I mean, look me up on Google. We have over 50 five-star reviews on Google. Yay. Yeah, we're very, um, you know, we are, we, I have a great team and we are here to help anybody who needs help. How far do you travel? We travel for free up to 20 miles outside of, um, 44056, which is Macedonia, but we do travel anywhere with a travel fee. Right now, we're on a Youngstown Warren kick. For oh. some reason, they're calling us out there. We go down to Canton, we go to the west side, we go up to Painesville. We, we'll go anywhere. Okay. It's everybody. Hey, needs- I could talk to you forever. I, it's, yeah. I have so many questions, but thank you so much for your time yeah. and for your openness. And it was amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you guys. So that was an incredible interview. I can't, I, my head is reeling. I love it. Mm -hmm. I could have talked to her for two more hours. Yeah. So what do you think was the highlight for you? So everything she was saying, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this goes along with weight loss. This is totally everything. And I want to listen. I can't wait to listen to her again and then take notes as I do it. But, um, I just love that. She says we need to create calm. We need to create calm. And it's interesting that all the stuff in our house and our life creates uh, what uncalm. What's the word yeah, for that? Yeah, anxiety, chaos, even yeah. chaos. Uncal- like, yeah. I also love her her approach to things too, and just asking yourself and hearing. Like sometimes people just want to tell a story about a particular item. That really hit with me because if I help other people clean up and they're telling me a story, I tend to get annoyed. But really, I I should be honored that they're sharing the story with me and then they can release that as she said maybe people just want to hear maybe I personally too just want to tell a story about something oh I was also in so intrigued by the size 6 to 22 that story she shared yes because I have clothes that are from I mean not that big of a range yet but I could easily get there and I know I have to really like she said I'm I deserve new clothes yeah and why are we holding on to that? I have a bra that is still too small. Like, guess what? If I get to the back to where I was, I don't want that bra anymore. Right. Right. Why am I keeping it? 
That's a really good question. Do you have an answer? No, but I'm going to come up with it. Maybe I need to tell a story about it. <laughs> you want to listen to my bra story? I don't mind. <laughs> I'll listen to okay. anything. Anyway. So it was really fun, and we hope you enjoyed it, too. Yes, check her out. We'll t we'll post where her company is and um, what else? Yeah, that's it. We are, we'll continue our call to action next week. All right, bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna.